Hello, hello. It is Tuesday night with the People's Pride Project, and we are back for yet another couch conversation. And as I mentioned, if you follow our posts, which you should be, at the People's Pride Project on Instagram, I mentioned we're starting, or rather we're ending Women's History Month the same way that we started it, with the lovely Latifa Fleming. Now, I had to bring her back because there was some fuckery. Yes, there was some <laughs> with our original couch conversation, and we couldn't go out like that. So I had to bring this lovely <laughs> woman back. So all the dimes and all the gems that got missed. Uh, so nice to have you back, sister friend. Thank you, darling. Thank you, sister friend. Sister S I S T A H friend. <laughs> yes. So how are you this evening? Uh, besides my allergies, which are truly kicking my butt, I am okay. Very busy, which is okay too. Um, just building that empire, man. Building that empire, lifting up a community. That is the purpose. That's all. That's it. That's yeah. It. Working on some nerves here because I um, uh, I made it to the top ten of that yoga warrior contest. So. Ooh, elaborate. Oh, so there's this contest for Yoga Warrior 2021. So mm -hmm. if you get that, um, if you win, I get to be crowned Yoga Warrior 2021. Okay, that's cool. The bigger things are, I do win a monetary prize, which is kind of good because I am um, starting a yoga school and it'll be great to offer up some uh, scholarships. So that money would help to offer up scholarships for black women to, I mean, everybody can come to my school, but people who don't think it's usually accessible to them, I'm offering some scholarships. So okay. that's the goal. Um, and But the other thing that I think is very cool is you get to be on, you get to have a, I'll be a centerfold in Yoga I Journal Magazine. Because you got <laughs> that Lululemon going. I've seen you. Oh, oh, that. But this time I'd be in Yoga Journal. I always, I have this thing about representation. Mm -hmm. um, you know, everyone's always like, oh, diversity, diversity. Look, I'm always here to just represent. Represent, because I have so many things about me that other that are other people. I mean, obviously the most, um, the most obvious one is I'm a black woman. Um, so obviously I'm representing black women, but there's also, um, you know, I have my daily battles with depression. I'm representing those folks. I'm representing everybody who has arthritis, really bad arthritis, because I do, who thinks they can't um, they can't do yoga. Can't do it. I can tell you, you can. Um, anyone that is, I am not just knocking on 50's door, but I'm, I have a knob and I'm about to turn it. So if you, you know, it's, I'm representing so many people and those of the thick-eyed, lovingly, beautiful, deliciously nation, I want to represent there too. So it's one of those things where I'm like, I want to not just represent, but my story is so many other people's stories. So I want it to be in the center because my story is not, um, it's not all daisies and stuff and, and oh my life, it's not like that. So. I want to be, I want to be real and I want everyone that 
looks at me to be like, yes, that's me. I can do that. Yeah. And not only are you looking at me and saying, yeah, I can do that. I'm already, I already got my hand back like this waiting for you to pull you up. So I go up, we all go up. That's how I feel. And that's what's necessary. As far as I'm concerned, that's the whole point. <laughs> like it's great. What do Absolutely. they say? You can go far alone, but you go better together or some shit. Mm -hmm. I don't know watch that whole quota, but you know yeah. <laughs> so you, you go fast, you can go fast alone and go. farther together. I knew it was something and and farther together. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna put that in the chat somewhere and how to um I can send you a uh, link. I can put a link in here on how to vote so people can vote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know, there's all that good stuff. Oh, this is C. <laughs> My <laughs> cute little books. So as you touched on, you believe that yoga is for everybody. Absolutely. For everybody. Isn't that yeah. in your book or something like that? It's good. It is. <laughs> it is. It is the name of my book. Um, because everybody can do yoga. I just put it in the thing. Listen. Boom. So everyone can do yoga and everybody, everybody, one word, everybody, two words, um, can do yoga. I did not do yoga for a while because I thought I had no place in that world. I was not meant, I was not, um, uh, I was not treated as if I belonged in there when I would go take yoga classes. And, you know, the images that you see are only really tiny white women. And that's not fair. It's not fair to, well, first of all, the black and brown people have been studying it and teaching it for thousands of years. Um, but it wasn't fair because it also made it so that if you are a white woman and you are not tiny and you are of the delicious, so what, you shouldn't be doing it either? No. Are you trying to tell me that if you, um, have various, uh, varying abilities, I don't like to say disabilities, I say varying abilities. So if you have varying abilities, you're not supposed to do yoga. Like that's, that is what I always felt it was. And even today, if you Google yoga, just Google imagery, images, Google images. Right. It's not, um, it's not inclusive. It is not, um, it doesn't make you feel welcome. Now, the good thing is there are enough teachers out there. Yes, black and anybody else. Cause the first teacher that made me feel comfortable was a tiny white woman. <laughs> um, but those were also the ones who made me feel uncomfortable before her. So um, it's really good to make sure that we get the word out there that yoga is legit for everybody. And it's not just about if you can stick your leg behind your head. That's cute. I can do that. But that's not what yoga is about. You know, there's still the mental you know, the flexibility, yes, that is a part of it. That is a wonderful thing that you get from yoga. But centering your mind, understanding how the breath works, going into meditation, um, understanding codes of ethics, your yamas and niyamas, there's like all these different things that are part of yoga. So I want everyone to know that there are all those things 
for one. And two, all of those things are accessible. They should not be made this exclusive thing. That is a little, that's bothersome. That it's made so exclusive. So I would say, not are you trying to diversify the yoga community? Okay, that's a, reel it back. Are you trying to diversify the yoga community or create almost an alternative yoga community? Uh, and you know what? No, uh, alternative, no. It should be a yoga community. And me um, saying that um, all of our bodies belong there shouldn't be an alternative. That's the, pro that's the problem that we have right now, that it has been said that, oh, there's this thing or there's this group. So let's have the, it shouldn't have to be that way. We have to do a lot of different things because we are excluded. So we make up these various groups because the exclusion has occurred. So we got to find some way. But in the scope of it all, yoga is not supposed to be exclusive like that. Just not. So why are we making it that way? And I'm not making an alternative. I'm doing yoga. I'm letting people know that there's more than just asanas, which is the physical practice of it. I want people to know there's so much more. Because of yoga, I pray better. Because of yoga, I meditate better. Because of yoga, I've saved some people's lives because I didn't kill them. So, <laughs> you know, because of yoga, there are all these different things that have happened. And, and because of yoga, you know, that was part of what I use for two major things in my life for bulimia and for depression. Mm -hmm. You know, it helps you, for me, it helps calm the mind and it helps to bring down those um, depressive episodes that I may have. Um, and for the bulimia, I'm more in tune with my body. So on that physical level, but then I'm more in tune of the control I think I have when I'm able to purge from bulimia. Like you're like, oh, I've all done all this. Okay, I can control that by letting it all go. How about I find a different way to control something to let other things go? So okay. you get me? Yeah. Um, bringing, touching on those two things specifically, because neither of those are things that we're really willing to talk about in black and brown communities. Again, there's a certain image that comes to mind when you think of bulimia or you think of depression. So black people don't get depressed. No, we go and pray about it. You can go just give it to Jesus. But the best pastors I know have been like, yeah, uh, you need to go see a therapist. <laughs> and praying's cool, but there's work that goes along there's with work. it. And if, you, if you're going to say prayer without works is dead, then you got to know you need some help in order to make this work. You got to know. And between I'll pray it away or black people don't get depressed or that's some white people shit. It's like, no, it's not some white people shit. Black people get not just I'm having a bad day, but true honest to God depression is something that occurs within the body on a daily basis. It's something that occurs within the mind and the body and your spirit on a daily basis. And, and it is not, um, it does not pop up because something bad happens. You could be in the midst of the most amazing thing in the world and you still have to fight that heaviness. And too many times if black folks are 
trying to, they, they were taught from too young that that's not a thing. Mm. And I am thankful for our generation because we're teaching our children. Because back, you know, our parents learned from their parents and et cetera, et cetera. So each generation is starting to learn a little bit more, thank God. And I don't blame them for what they, because of all the things that we've been going through out of the generations. We had a lot of stuff that we had to deal with. We couldn't really deal with, okay, we need to work on the depression. We need to work on um, generational trauma. Right. Uh, and these are things that I feel very passionate about. Um, you know, mental health is a very big deal to me, especially when dealing with the black community. Mm-hmm. Um, I am glad we're being more open and I don't want to say it's the job of, um, celebrities, but it is great that black celebrities are coming out and saying, listen, this is a thing. Cause so many people listen to them. So if for them to come out and um, that's why I support um, the Boris L. Henson Foundation, Taraji P. Henson Mm -hmm. started that in honor of her father who dealt with many mental issues. Vietnam vet, we already know there's a lot going on there, Um, but he was not able to seek. So you have the VA and that's a whole different ball of wax there. Um, the VA was not there for him. And then the black community, their support, but not in the support that he needed mm-hmm. um, because mental health wasn't really a thing thing. So she has started that and she has also started talking about her depression. So I, I love that we're starting to speak now and because starting to understand it's okay to talk. I mean, it's a double-edged sword. Because we have the generational PTSD. We have the fear of living free black lives as yeah. in carefree black lives. You know, that's all no, you were the weird one if you wanted to live like that. Because it's this idea that a black we're supposed person, to be a certain way. Right. Has to act a certain way and we're all the same. When granted, sometimes it does feel like we all live the same lives, like we've all got the same childhood stories, or we got like no matter oh, where you come from. So different. Right. Right. Still so different. You and I have a lot of things that are, uh, you know, similar in terms of family, some family structures and stuff, but we're so different, but we're so similar, but we have this and we've got this. It's we're not a model. Celebrated. Exactly. So how I express my blackness should be celebrated. Mm-hmm. How Sheena expresses her blackness <laughs> should be celebrated. Because my blackness is like all over the place, but I also have been called all kinds of names and you and me I don't both. care. I, you know, I used, I shouldn't say I, I used to care a lot. Now it's not that I don't care so much as I just really like working on me. Mm-hmm. This is me. This is who I am. This black chick in front of you is the way she is. I like to tell people it's like ice cream. If I'm not the flavor for you, you can have plenty others to pick from. Oh, well, then there's that. <laughs> I, I'm not for everybody. I know that. I actually like that. I'm, you know what? I And I, people say, oh, yeah, you're great. And it's like, oh, Tifa. So it's like, and, and it's okay because I've learned to, in the midst of all my shit, still be like, you know, you're still kind of cool, Tifa. You're good. I have conversations with myself. You ever watch a, um, Insecure? Mm-hmm. 
You know, she's in the in the, in the bathroom. Yeah. That's me. That's why I loved her when she was an awkward black girl. I'm like, that's me, baby. I love you. So her, it's like, ah, that's me in my 30s. Seems like a thousand years ago, but that was me in my 30s. We do whatever we must. I'm not even mad at it. Um, <laughs> right? And it's just this idea of living in your own authenticity. And that's what I was trying to get to as far as blackness. They do try to make it like it's this monolith. And sometimes that's both our superpower and our kryptonite. Like you want this camaraderie and most of us, we do have this, that's what unites us, you know, but at the same time, it's like, we have to be willing to be open to the differences as well as accepting of the differences because whether you're black or anything else you choose to call yourself, you're still a person that should be allowed, or not even allowed, but you've, I don't wanna say you earned it. I don't wanna say anything that negates the fact that you being a person is enough. Just because you are, you are privy to the understanding and the respect and the the ability to be yourself. Like right. people shouldn't be, ha- shouldn't, that wasn't even English, hold up. <laughs> not be allowed to try to create who they think you should be. And I think you do yeah. a beautiful job um, of maneuvering spaces and either kicking down doors or creating spaces where typically you wouldn't think you'd be welcomed. Yeah. I mean, hello, you were featured in Yahoo Finance with Le Oprah. Le Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. You know what's so dope about that? She had to kick down eight billion doors. And no matter what people like, love, hate, or whatever about her, you gotta respect her. You gotta respect Oprah. And when I there's a picture of all me at first, it's Oprah. Right. There's all these women around. I'm like, it's me. My little brown face, like (laughs) (laughs) it looks like uh Eddie Murphy. (laughs) Um but and it's funny that you talk about defining blackness and you talk about Oprah and all that stuff. You know, she had to define stuff for herself. She's gone through a couple of loops. Mm-hmm. She's definitely gone through some loops. Hell, her own channel has gone through some loops. But she has definitely found her way and been like, yo, this is me. Deal with it. Deal with it. Um, and yes, I was featured with the Oprah. The Oprah. <laughs> the Oprah. Since we're talking One of the about- 10 most powerful women of 2021. Hey. That's my friend, y'all. <laughs> Where's our road trip, boo-boo? But that's, we'll, we'll do that offline. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> while you're kicking down doors and hanging out with Oprah, yeah. doing a yoga center full and, you know. Your lips to God's ears. Right? To all of these things. How, what, what, what has been your method or how have you, number one, gained the courage, I guess, to just be like, fuck it, I'm going to show up. And if you like it, I don't care. Or how do you navigate getting into these areas that typically they tell us aren't for us? Because even when I look at you, first of all, let's talk about Lululemon, the Mm. Caucasian mastermind of yoga pants 
but there's my lovely black friend hanging in the store. So how do we make these moves? Like, You know, it's so funny. I love that you said, how are you so bold or brave or whatever? At first, it wasn't so much that as I was exhausted. <laughs> I was exhausted. I'm teaching at a school in Harlem. I'm teaching at a school. I'm teaching at um, a, a, a school in Paramus. I'm teaching at the gym in Inglewood. Then I go and teach in Mont Vale. Then I'm so you're in all these. You notice how different all these spaces mm -hmm. and places are. And I'm trying to mold Latifah into the space that I'm going into. That becomes exhausting. So one day it was like, I am too damn tired to keep this up. Too damn tired. And, and especially if you're doing like, you're going to six places in one day. Mm -hmm. That's a lot to be like, okay, I'm going to be extra peppy today. I'm going to be the college educated girl today. I'm going to be the girl from Harlem. What? What's up? Like, you know what? I can't do it. I can't do it. So one day you just are like, you got to sit back and ask yourself who the hell you are. Um, Cause I was kind of okay until I had to go to all these places. And I was like, I need everybody to accept me. I need everybody to accept me. You know what? I gotta be Latifah. First, who the hell is that? <laughs> and you know, it's, and for me, it's like, I always have this thing where I'm like, well, where exactly am I from? Born in the Bronx. It was there until I was like four, then South Carolina until I was six, then New York City from six until 15 and a half, and then Teaneck from 15 and a half to 18, and then, you know, so mm -hmm. where the hell am I from? So that was the other thing. And there was like, then you move back to New York for all those years. And then you have a kid and then you want a house because you want your kids out of backyard to move back to Jersey. Latifah, where are you from? <laughs> and it was one of those things where it's like, you know what? I'm from planet earth. Originally I'm from the motherland. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, it has to be one of those things where you're like, you got to break it down. Cause if you don't, you're like, I'm from everywhere. And I don't know what to do with it. Um, and then you have to go back to like the days of when, you know, my parents sent me to Gary, Indiana for the summers. And they're like, you talk so proper. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. not You talk so proper. <laughs> That's what they would say about me. And I was like, ah, how do I talk? I don't know. Right. So, and then, you know, junior high school, um, before I went to the first junior high school I went to, it's like, oh, you're getting all A's. You must be a white girl. So, oh my God, I can't be a white girl. So I got to do that. And of course my parents, whooped my ass. So <laughs> guess who was like, fuck that. I'm going to be this black girl who's about to get her A's again. Screw that. So it's like one of those things where you're just trying to figure it out. The good thing is when I went to this junior high school, these are the best years of my life. PS 87 was great. That was my elementary school. It was a great school. It's where I had my first black teacher, actually. Um, Man, but then I went to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> then I went to Harvard Junior High School. It's in East Harlem. And all the kids, black and brown. And it was a performing arts junior high school. So there was band and dance and drama. And we're all the weird kids in some places and spaces we might be considered that. Mm -hmm. But I loved that bubble. 
of all of us black and brown kids just trying to competing lovingly against each other to be the best. And I loved that. And that shifted everything. And what I had to do when I was figuring out who I am and where I'm going to be, I went back to there. I went back to the happiest full years of my life. Unfortunately, it was junior high school, but whatever. Um, as far as growing up, um, it was junior high school. And that's where I was fully me. It's where dance was my major. So I kind of took all of that. This was a long way of saying I took all of that and put it into, I'm exhausted. I need to just show up as me. So in the beginning, it was like, if some places I was like extra, extra, extra peppy, because I'm already peppy, let's be real, that's who I am. So, you know, I'd show up in those places and it would be like, uh, not so extra peppy. It's like, are you okay? I'm like, actually, yeah, today I'm great. So I'm not trying to impress you. I'm trying to be great at what I do. So I'm, what I do is I don't try to impress anyone now. I try to be really good at what I do. Mm. And I also make sure that my passion shows through. This is what I want to do. Um, getting people well is what I want to do. Making sure my people are well right. and well in their bodies is my passion. So if I'm doing all these things that I want to do, that means I'm genuinely moving around the world in what I want to do then that means I genuinely need to move around as myself. And who is Latifah? Latifah does, she's got the full control of the King's English and she'll be telling motherfucker off in a second. So if okay. that's who I am, it's who I am. And I go there. But showing up in all those spaces is, is just par for the course. It's like, this is what I do. If I'm, if you want me, this is who I am. And that's the way, I mean, I'll tell anybody, authenticity is sometimes the hardest part. But once you break through that wall and you really just, yo, I don't give up. It's freedom. Oh, my God. It is such freedom to be you. And not the, the, the like, we all have this representative version of ourselves. Right. Like, we can all be the rah, rah, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. But on the inside, it's like, somebody please love me. This is scary. God, it is <laughs> so freeing to be able to say that, though. But then when you get through it and you're like, no, what Jay-Z say, love me or hate me, either or? Either or. <laughs> so it, that's, that's the moment. That's the place. You better love me or leave me alone. Right? <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's, that's mm-hmm. all it can be. Like, that's for it. Me, it's not, okay. When I'm mm. dealing with people, it's either I like you or I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> either way, you're Absolutely. going to know where I stand. And nine times out of ten, you're either going to like me or you don't. There's not a whole like, yeah, Sheena's a... Right. No, you either like no, me or not. Yes or, or no. <laughs> There's no gray. There's no gray. Uh-uh. Not at all. No gray. So few things in life can be that way. But those moments, you, need to, you really need to cherish. Because that's where your foundation is. Like, take it or leave it. And it's okay. It's okay. It is truly okay. But that's the thing. 
once you once you figure out who you are, then you can say those words. It's okay because the people that come to you, the people that accept you, the people that do all that's what you need. That's the real. That's what's supposed to come to you because when you are authentically you, you can see someone else's bullshit. That's the one. Two, when you are authentically you, you can um you can just show up and it's not exhausting. Mm. It is you who wants to exhaust themselves? We need that takes years off your life. It does. And I want to add on. I'm gonna be Tao Porshan. She is um she was, she passed away, but she was a hundred and one. She was a yoga teacher. Passed away. Oh, yeah. see? Not she was a yoga that. teacher and she danced flamenco. Oh, see, she, mm -hmm, I see what she was doing there. Yeah. And at 99, she did the most exquisite photo shoot. She was wearing all red and she was like this. Oh, it was gorgeous. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. And I don't want to be like, oh, I'll wait until I get a certain age to be, because yes. most people, when they say that, they don't understand. You may not get to that age if you don't start right now taking care of yourself, all of you. Mm -hmm. So that's why I am dedicated to wellness. Um, and it's not trying to like put this umbrella because I don't really know what I'm doing. It's like, I know truly know what the fuck I'm doing. Like when I say wellness, I am not kidding. We're not just doing a yoga class. Ooh, right. bendy, bendy. I'm talking. You've taken my yoga class. I'll be talking in that class. Listen. I'm talking to you. I am trying to, I'm trying to get something out of you. I'm not up there to perform. I dance so I can perform anytime I want. I'm there to get something out of you. So that's, I'm trying to pull out the greatness that you didn't even know existed. And you are masterful at that. I, I try to get more involved with yoga, although <laughs> I do what I can when I can. <laughs> However, yeah. I have been in your classes and I've sat in the corner and cried in your classes. That's so, what I want. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. When I did, I love doing, I did a, a workshop called Journey Through the Chakras mm -hmm. and everyone had a little notebook. I had all these little things. Everyone had a notebook, a pen, little cards for chakras. And it was all cute, cute, cute. Everyone was like, oh, this is so great. By the end, everyone was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and they're writing in their journal. Like, <laughs> God. Oh, dear God. Did you see the difference? So because I want, I want you, I'm not a therapist. Right. I'm not a therapist. Eventually, I probably will go back and get something because I feel like I'm a freaking therapist. I have a therapist, but I am not one. I do not play one in this. I play a therapist in the movie, but I am not actually one. Um, so I, you know, I, I may not be a therapist, but I do know how to support. Mm -hmm. So when these things happen, I am not, um, I make sure that when that happens, that crying happens, I'm there immediately to be your support and to immediately give you what you need afterward. If it is, if I say, you know what, that is really deep. I'm glad you got that out. It may be time for you to finally find somebody. Mm. Um, but being able to 
get things out of people is amazing. When I do the Maldives again, remember the Maldives? Oh, honey. Yes. That was everything. Sheena led us on a, um, <laughs> Hey, what did I do? <laughs> on a sandbar. Oh, <laughs> Sheena was like boobies out. Like foo, foo, foo. everyone was like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so let me get to the story before people. I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry. I don't care what people think, but I'm gonna tell you a story anyway. So mm. we're on this sandbar. We did Which like sun heaven. sunrise yoga, right? In heaven. the middle of the ocean. Obviously, the you have to, to get there. It was just us. It was amazing. So I'm sitting there. I've done had my my yoga moment, and I'm sitting on the beach, and I wander off on the other side. I'm like, you know what? This is amazing. <laughs> I was like, God made this. And you know what? God made all of this. So I'm going to be naked in all of this the way God intended. So yeah, I was butt-ass naked in Indian Ocean. Yes, and at wow. first we were like, and then we were all like. <laughs> Listen, having hair down to my booty didn't uh, wasn't that bad either because I could strategically mermaid My hair was not cut by then, so it was kind of like floating back. Uh, but yeah. But yes. <laughs> I had to be the creator. But that is so authentic, though. <laughs> when you get into that moment, oh yeah, I don't care. Getting into the moment is a beautiful thing. I think we we limit ourselves, and I'm not talking crass, rude, hurtful things. Mm -hmm. But when we get into a moment, and there's something that's so genuinely backtrack a little bit, when we have start to have love affairs with ourselves, mm. and you're moving from a place of love real love the stuff that is spontaneous and real is not hurtful to others right it just can't be because it's coming from a true place of love you're coming from a love affair mm -hmm. um and i say that because you know some things people do that are spontaneous are actually fucking hurtful that's because they're coming from a place of hate and they're mean they're rude and they don't deserve yeah life but um when you're coming from this place of <sighs> let go this place of release this place of all of this stuff then it is those actions are not just um they are not hurtful to others and they may uplift inspire motivate someone else to get in touch with themselves to fall in love with themselves because they're like well what's she doing i'm gonna do that too Right. It's like when Harry met Sally, you know, you know, she's like, oh, she's like, I'm having, she's having. That's like we all want that orgasmic life. Mm -hmm. uh, we all want that orgasmic life where we are like, I want all of this. Stuff. Oh, I, I had my first shot today. Oh, God, I went kicking and screaming. But you know what? As a traveler. I want to be able to, I want to get into countries and I, I'm tired of having that thing stuck up my nose. Right. I, I might have to have me like a fake slave pass drawn up or something. I don't know. Do what you got to do, boo-boo. For, for me, you know, I tell everybody this about this shot. I would never in 8 billion years tell anybody to get it. I wouldn't tell them in 8 billion years to not get it. What I would do is tell people what I've been telling them forever in a freaking day. Get some real information so that you can make the proper decision for you. And then once you make the proper decision for you, 
don't get on anybody else. So if you're vaccinated and somebody's like, I don't know, this is not for me. Don't be like, <laughs> and if somebody is not getting vaccinated and they, you know, and don't get on the person who did, like you gotta make some informed decisions for yourself. I say that autonomy. a billion times. <laughs> yes. And don't just be like, oh, they said, because them fucking days, man, they're getting on my nerves because they is always saying something. They said, they said, they said, you know how that goes. Well, they say this and that. Okay. Who's they? They. Give me a source. <laughs> they. And that is the best word, autonomy. Like, autonomy means getting the right information from various sources. That means you may have to do a little work and then look at what is going on with you. Now, if you choose not to do that, I don't know what to tell you, but find out what you need for yourself and then be like, this is not for me or this is for me. Make an informed decision. Make it on not that they have a chip because honest to God, Everyone has a chip on their hands right now. It's called a phone. So if you're going to say no to getting a vaccine, it's because you feel that the things that are in it and you feel for your lifestyle and et cetera, et cetera, it doesn't work for you. Much respect. But if you say it has a chip, you already had one. It's called your phone. It's in your hand. Every single thing you do is recorded. <laughs> Sorry. That was my PSA. <laughs> well, but get it because you don't want it. That's what I say. Or get it because you want it. Yeah. I, uh, Autonomy. Absolutely. You know, make the best decisions for you. I know. You, and let me, when I say kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming. Yeah, but I also is. know that for me and the things that I have to do in my global life. Right. You know, I want to not just go into a country. I need to be sitting at the table with people who run those countries. Right. And I need to have that card with me because the U.S. is not exactly loved all over the world, you know? Wow. So they think we're all diseased. They're like, no. Oh. <laughs> so I want to be able to be like, you know what? Listen, I'm going to Tanzania. You come to Tanzania with me? We're going to talk about that too. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I want to be able to be like, I, I really do want to meet the new president of Tanzania. It's a woman. I heard. Um, see, the African countries are so much better than that at that than so many of them. I know. Liberia. Yeah. Liberia. Well, even Rwanda is, is rude. Rwanda. Yeah. Well, Rwanda is interesting. There's um the brother's still there. Um what's his name? Because Rwanda is, a, is on my bucket list. Mm -hmm. I really, really want to go to R Rwanda. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he, you know, it's interesting because they, they have poverty levels that according to American standards or whatever, but a lot of Rwandans that you may speak to are like, okay, you may not think it's this, but we are good and we're better than what we were. Mm-hmm. I want to go see it for myself and I want to go yeah. talk to them myself. I don't, and I don't like when we always view the world through our own media and our own lens. Cause a lot of times it's, 
it's all it's a propaganda yeah, yeah. I use that word <laughs> it is I hate to use that word but it, it is. is what it is it is more of a propaganda um mm-hmm. than truth i mean when it comes to the news i only really watch bbc you know can i mean i just bbc world is great cuz it's not a slant on you know how mm-hmm. do we make us great it's just like i mean they're the british Here's the news. So it's just, here's the news. <laughs> and I actually get to hear about various countries. BBC Africa is phenomenal. Anybody hasn't started watching BBC Africa. It's And it they treat Africa as a continent. You mean there's more than one country? <laughs> it's not just Africa. It's like, I, you know what's so funny? My, I used to have students who were like, I'm going to Africa next week. I'm like, wow, you're never coming back, huh? They're like, what? I'm like, well, it's there's like 50 some countries. <laughs> you gotta, it's more than just one country. It's, oh, wait, that's, sidebar. That's just- sidebar. Did you hear about this woman? I think she was a first grade teacher. I'm nice and calling her a woman. Second or third grade teacher, maybe. She was teaching yoga and slavery. Mm-hmm. So she's like, these yo, these um, the Africans, the slaves came over. First of all, the slaves did not come over. No. They were enslaved when they got here. Um, but the slaves came over from the country of Africa. She said country of Africa. The slaves came over from the country of Africa on a boat. Okay, everybody, let's get into boat pose. That's real. That is real. She did that. She did that. I'm sure she felt she was brilliant. Yeah. What was the other one? There was another yoga pose. It was boat pose and another one. Plow, because the Africans worked. Because they worked. Okay, let's go into plow. Ooh, I, those people, those parents, white and black parents, were like, seriously, seriously, what? Is she crazy? Is she for real? And a mother, uh, of course, it was somebody's mama. I don't know if recorded the whole thing. Was like, <laughs> and, then it, and then it went viral. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, that. we're not having that. No, that was the sidebar. But anyway. So as we're talking about your world adventures, tell me about your boutique retreat experiences. Well, I am happy to say that you have been on quite a few of them. Of course. Which is very cool. I know you're like, yeah. Um, But where are we going? All right. I know. (laughs) And you know, and that's the thing. I'm the queen of, I want to go everywhere. And, you know, I always said, I, there are two people that I consider my mentors in this field. One is Jim Gold. It's really old guy, sweet as I don't know what. And he's doing retreats into his mid seventies. Hey. That's that life, man. And then Anaira who taught me how to actually put retreats together. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, you know, the first retreat you went on with me was Panama. And before that I had done Costa Rica, which by the way, I'm doing Costa Rica again. I was just talking about Costa Rica. I have to go this time. I'm doing Costa Rica again. Um, this year, actually. So, you know, I'm having these retreats is one, it's a fabulous way of seeing the world, mm-hmm. obviously, but there's something about seeing the world through other people's eyes mm. 
that is really amazing and interesting and eye-opening. I have my own views. I have the way I was raised. I have all the shit I went through and the experiences and the joy. All of that molds who I am and how I see the world. You're with somebody else and then you get to see the world through all of their experiences, everything, and it's that in that present moment. So there's something so amazing about that. Panama was amazing, but there were a lot of people there. So that's why now it's a boutique experience. It's 10 people. It's 10 people at the most. Um, but there is something about being able to have ex shared experiences. And I love, and I love being there for people. And I feel like if I, the group is too big, I can't mm -hmm. give that kind of attention. And we're going to various countries. I mean, people are bold enough to get on a plane, but are they bold enough? And, you know, they may be going through their first time of going to a country that they'd heard such bad things about. And now they're like, okay, I'm going to go anyway. I got inspected at gunpoint in Sri Lanka. I mean, you know, hey, you know, I, got, I got profiled in Cuba of all places. They looked at this and were like, the second time I went. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I had to be pulled over to the side, blah, blah, blah. And after this, blah, blah, blah. It was over. Done. But still, Cuba's still one of my favorite countries to visit. Um, but, you know, going to these places is... It just does something to your life when you travel. It just gives you a whole new perspective Case in point, when we went to Cuba, um, you know, some of us went to see a um, a babalao, right? Which is somebody, mm -hmm. you know, in in the faith of uh, in the it was, there was Santeria, um, so Yoruban Santeria. But when you go into these spaces, you're like, oh my gosh, they have a, a Virgin Mary, they have the Jesus uh, cross, of Jesus on a cross, they have may, might have a Star of David, so they have all these different things because they're like. We this helps us understand those, or if you are this or this or this, it helps you get closer into what you already practice. So some of the, some of the people are like, "Oh my God, I would never do that." And then when half the group came back and was like, "My life has been changed," they were like, "I don't care." The next day, so where's this place? Right. <laughs> they all went and they all had an incredible experience. And that's just one thing because not everybody wants to go and that's fine. But it does, when you go to certain countries, you have this thing where it's, hell, when I got back from Cuba, everybody, everybody who didn't go with me was like, I heard they don't have toilet paper. I'm like, well, I definitely wiped like my ass the whole time I was there with actual toilet paper. And I'm like, what do you mean some public spaces like in Central Park, like in other places in the United States, sometimes there's no toilet paper. Like don't, don't put shit on a country. Yes. Their political system is different. However, a lot of the things that are put on there are because the United States is pretty pissed off that they were able to do the shit that they did. Haiti back in 1808, or, oh, I don't want to get it up wrong, but they got their independence. But the world didn't exactly shed light on them. They're still paying France. They're still paying. So 
you know, it's one of those things where you're like, you have these views of these countries. How when I went to Haiti, yeah, there's poverty, poverty here. I would say go to certain parts of the country, but I can just go right down the street. There's poverty here. And, um, but when you go to these places, like with Haiti, there's poverty and they need help, but they're not helpless. Right. Right. So you start to understand the balance between those two words, uh, the phrase and the word. Yes, we could use some help. That would be great. But not because we're helpless, though. Right. Um, went to Morocco. People were like, oh, what do we wear? But we could walk. Yes. You know, don't go around all cut off mm-hmm. and stuff. You know, be respectful. But you're good. I know I was good. And I was there myself for a minute. I was there when I went took my classes there. When I there when I did by myself, I was good. Um, we have to get over these things. Some people are like, "Oh, you went to the Maldives? That's a Muslim country." Yeah, it's a beautiful country, and the people Amazing. there are wonderful. Amazing. We oh maybe not we. I know I cried because you held me while I cried. <laughs> I cried when we were leaving because they were beautiful, wonderful, funny. Mama with the coconut. <laughs> We make coconut oil, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> but it was like, it opens your mind up when you travel. It opens you up to, it opens you up to how closed your mind was. Because sometimes you're like, wow, I didn't know I was so close-minded. And then you go to these places and you learn to just breathe. You learn to let go. You learn to, you learn to find yourself. Like you and that Indian Ocean, which are both hanging out. Like you learn to find yourself and put yourself in the space that you need to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I love when I come back from these retreats, whether it's an overnight, whether it's a couple of days, whether it's 10 days. I love these retreats because everybody comes back with a whole new way of thinking about themselves. And a whole new way of looking at the world. And I love that. A global view is an amazing view to have. It's an amazing view to have. And not everybody can travel. It is fine. I'm I'm working towards making ways to have scholarships or be able to have free trips or whatever. Like the first 20 people get to go with me too. Singapore, Mm -hmm. like whatever. I'm working on that. Because I feel that the world should be open to everyone. The, the United States, great, because, you know, I, I there's still part of the U.S. I need to see. Mm-hmm. That's amazing here. I'm actually going to go see my uncle in Colorado soon. Um, but we there's the United States, great place to travel because there's a lot of good shit here. Yeah. But globally. And global, if you think globally, coming back home actually opened you up a little better to what's here. It does. And I feel like it broadens the idea of community in a few different ways. Absolutely. You, you recognize that you're part of the world community. You become, as you go on these group trips, you become part of communities within the trip. And then you bring back things to help your community, or your little you know, bubble of the world that you are originally in. So it's, an, yes. it's a beautiful way to really explore your humanity on both a micro and macro scale at the same yes. time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So 
I too, if you haven't known, because yeah, travel. <laughs> travel as far and as often as possible. And it doesn't have as to be some major event, you know? No, no. Anything that changes your point of view, anything that changes your perspective. Anything that gets you out of your four walls. Mm -hmm. Get on a train. You don't have a car, find a train. Like in our area, you know, you got New Jersey Transit, you got Metro North, you got New Jersey Path. You got, you got all these, you got all these things. Take it and go somewhere else. Change, the, get out of those four walls. Change your perspective. And then I still tell people, save your money. Yeah. You know, we buy so many things and I know I'm going to push what I do and that's okay for now because it's my platform right now. <laughs> that's your platform and I get to speak. But what I did with my son, I stopped buying him things. Yes. I make sure he has a shoe. Yes. He's got clothes on his back. He's got blah, 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 blah. But experiences mm. are what molds your way of thinking. It's what molds you as a person. So if you can save my, go on one big trip per year and then a couple of little ones in between, but it's not as traveling to all these places is not as exotic as people make it out to be. Yes, I know I'm, I'm able to make my group travel a little more affordable. And yes, it's on layaway. Um, so I have payment plans. <laughs> I like saying layaway better. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, you start saving every year. Like you save, 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 and then boom, you pay for your trip. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you pay for your trip, you start saving again. And then once a year, you get to go places and think big. Think big, but also think out of the box. Like we have Completely. this idea that if we go, say we go on an international trip, we have to be at the biggest, fanciest resort and we have to have all, first of all, that's like going to Disneyland versus no, reality that is, a lot of these places. I love being with the people. Mm -hmm. How do you find out about a culture? You're with the people. The reason why Sheena said that is because we stayed in a fishing village. Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. In the Maldives. We stayed in the fishing village. And I, as much as Panama, as much fun as Panama was, and yeah, we were on a resort, but you know, I didn't really put that one together like that, but that's another story. But once I started to really take control of these uh, retreats, it was like, I want to be with the people. Mm -hmm. I want to stay in places where you can get the, the feel for where we are. You know, I don't like going to places and staying on the resort. What's the purpose? I mean, yeah. Grant's when I went to Cancun, I stayed on the resort, but I had never been to Cancun. I'm not going to lie. Um, to stay. But right. generally, oh, wait, I didn't stay. I went to Isla Mujeres. Okay, so I still didn't do it. See, I still got to go somewhere. You can't just stay right there. But you get, you got to get to know people. Mm -hmm. We got in a cart. We got in a cart and drove around Isla Mujeres. I forget that. Um, I don't know how I can forget that. But I'm going to go on an international trip, but I'm only going to eat McDonald's the whole time I'm there. Like, now, why, why okay, wait. Let me, let me just say home? something about that really quick. When we were in Egypt, which is really fun, though, there's a couple that was with us, and they have a thing when they travel. 
they go to a McDonald's in every country they go to. <laughs> okay, because a lot of them have different menus, but so maybe that wasn't the best example, but you know what Yeah, I, I just thought I'd throw that out there. But yes, you're right, though, because people are like, oh, I just want a burger. No, what kind of food do they eat here? Mm. What do the people eat? Now, if it's something you're absolutely positively allergic to, don't get that crazy. You still bring your EpiPen wherever you go. But try things. See what the what do the folks there eat? I mean, you know, the Maldives was awesome because we had this big, it was a lot of vegetarian meals and then the fish was just. Well, that's because he caught it that morning. <laughs> he sure did. Oh my God. In, right. Cuba, in Cuba, when they catch, when you eat your fish or shrimp on the beach, I'm like, where'd you get this from? Like, did you just get, Haiti was still to this day, the best fish I've ever had in my life. It took for freaking ever for them to bring it to us. And that's because I think when the kids were running, they were running off to get the fish <laughs> out, the ocean, out the ocean. And then they run back and then they just, the best fish ever. And I don't really eat meat, but I will go back there and have some goat. Because what they do, you're sitting on the the beach at in uh, Jacmel, in Key Jacmel, and they got the guys coming along with this thing. They just got buckets and stuff. My son was like, are we going to just eat that? It's out of the bucket. I was like, how is you ever going to eat that? We always oh, the best. He was like, what are we eating? So good. It was cold. It's good. My heart will forever be in the village in Panama that we went to. I'm telling you, we took a canoe up the river. We had like a little naked man on the front in a shirt. <laughs> Dead ass. We get to the village. We're in this giant, like, thatched thing. And they bring us these. It was tilapia wrapped in like a banana leaf with a plantain. That was it. When I tell you it was the most, um, we was like, yo, can we get some more? <laughs> Where did so this come from? And why have I never had it before? So good. Oh my gosh. Um, listen. See, it gives you a better appreciation for stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely gives you a better appreciation. We're like, we don't see a stove. How did they cook it? What are they doing? <laughs> like, it was, uh, man, listen, there's some ingenious people in this world. And oh my goodness. Yes. I don't even have words. <sighs> international Wait, just, community. I know. International community. community. That's what it is. International community. Yes. Oh God. Tonight I'm gonna be just sitting there in my bed like <sighs> you know what I love? I, I look around my home and there's pictures or figurines or whatever from all the countries I've been to. And it is it's just overwhelming. It's like, it's lovely to be able to sit here and, and relive that, you know, and have that, or just sit back, close your eyes and feel like you're back in another place. It's the reason why I do these. It, it's just fun. It's fun. Yes. I get to see the world through my eyes. I get to relive it through someone else's eyes. I get to expose people to what is glorious out there. There's so much that's glorious out there. So much. Um, it's, you're never the same when you come back. And who wants to be? 
Life is about growing. Every day should be a little better than the, the day before. Every day. So why, why bother to have everything every day the same? Make to make Wednesday better than Tuesday, make Thursday better than Wednesday, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then if you have a bad day on a Thursday and you're supposed to make it better than Wednesday, if you get to Friday, then Thursday was better than Wednesday because you made it through. Absolutely. You know, but I think going to various places has helped me have that way of thinking as well. I like that. Well, madam, we have reached our hour. You know, I tell, I only hold people hostage for an hour. So, <laughs> is there anything that you want the people to know about you or a parting message that you would like to make sure that they've gotten from this hour with you? Mm. What do you have for them? Don't be afraid to face who you are. Take a moment to find out who you are um, and then move from a place of love. The other thing is don't be afraid to travel. And yes, far reaching places are amazing, you know, and getting in the car or getting on a train or getting on a bus is amazing as well. Get out of your four walls, get outside of yourself so you can actually see yourself. Mm. And third, all spaces are for you. Spaces. Yoga spaces, Pilates spaces, fitness spaces, all wellness stuff. That's all for you. It's all for you. So that's what I want to get. And please, oh my God, how can I forget? Please vote for me in the Yoga Warrior Contest. So I'm in the top 10 right now. Got to get down to the top five. So it's in the chat right there. So please vote for me so we can, because it's not me. It is a we, because I'm representing y'all. I'm representing. That's yes. right. Authenticity, autonomy, representation, and community. This Absolutely. Necessary for us to get through it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So thank, thank you. Carolyn. For coming by again, thank you for. Oh, you, I love you, Boo Boo. No giving problem. Giving you all of your time. No problem. <laughs> now I'm gonna go walk around my house and reminisce. Good. About <laughs> traveling everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> all right, love. I will talk to you later. Yes, you will. Take care, hun. Thank you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. This has been another Tuesday night couch conversation with the People's Pride Project. Love y'all, and we're out. Bye.